Hi, and welcome to Jewish Time, a podcast brought to you by the Atlanta Jewish Times. Keeping Jewish Atlanta connected, where our mission is to bring you a timely and interesting conversation with people who connect Jewish Atlanta locally, nationally, and around the world. Welcome to Season 2 of Jewish Time. I'm Jeff Soberblant. It's always fun to talk to the people who connect Jewish Atlanta. And for this episode, our first episode of Season 2, I think it's great that we have the opportunity to speak to the person whose idea this podcast was. Welcome Kayleen Ladinsky, who is the managing publisher of the Atlanta Jewish Times. Hello, Kayleen. Well, hello, Jeff. You make me sound so important. You are important. You were the (laughs) person who came up with the idea, the person who called me a couple of years ago and said, I want to do a podcast. Can you host it? And I agreed. You've done a fantastic job. (laughs) Thank you. So, you know, today's podcast is about you. Since you came up with the idea and since you are in the offices of the Atlanta Jewish Times, and since you manage the whole process of putting out the newspaper and what the newspaper means to the community, you're the perfect guest for season two, episode one. So I want to talk about when you first started at the HAT. It was 2011. It's 12 years ago. You started in a support position, and you have worked your way up to where you are now as the managing publisher. Yeah, it was um, it was an interesting start with um, Andrew Adler, uh, who had owned the paper at the time, and the community at that point wanted him to be gone, um, and it was due to that terrible article he'd written. Um, so I came in and began kind of tearing through the company's business and started to find their website was really dead and the content was he would actually reprint mostly from newswires and before you know it 10 years later i'm the editor and managing publisher trying to bring comprehensive and interesting topics throughout the paper that is very diverse so I know the previous editor, he did a fantastic job with the paper. But one of the things that the readers that I heard from them was there wasn't enough diversity in what they were reading. So I had to cut back on a lot of the long written articles and I had to put a cap on what, how many words so that I could fill the paper with multiple types of content that would be interesting to a wide variety of readers. Um, And by doing so, I mean, our readership has gone up. Um, You know, I think this podcast is fantastic. It makes us relevant to this day and age. And I think it also can bring some life to the different things that our readers read in the paper, if if they can actually hear about these people's stories and and what they do and why. I want to go back and uh, go back to a word that you used, and mm-hmm. that is diversity. And diversity. I, I and I want to delve more into that as to what that really means. I, 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 my my thought mm-hmm. is that it means 
that you are appealing to the reformed, the conservative, and the orthodox uh, neighborhoods all throughout Atlanta. Is that right? No, I mean, I really don't. We don't really try to break up the different segments of Judaism as much as we are trying to find topics for individuals, such as, you know, I finally got a sports writer. I've been wanting a sports writer for so long, and he's doing a fantastic job, David Ostrowski. But this is one aspect of the paper that we never really had was sports section. I am not particularly fond of sports. I mean, I like football, maybe a little bit. I like to go to the Hawks games. But beyond that, the thing that, that would made make it you so a sports import- fan in my book. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really not. You know, I mean, I like to go to the games and hang out just to, you know, the excitement of it all. But no, I'm not. I don't keep up with sports. <laughs> but I knew in I knew that sports were so important to our readers. I mean, there's so many Jewish owners of sports teams and managers. Um, I think the the entire upper management of the Atlanta Hawks, they're all Jewish. So this was a, something that I had to do, and it took me a long time to get it, but we have it now. And every every week I have two to four pages of sports. Of sports, so so you're not just covering um, high school sports; you're covering no. the pro teams as we, well. We cover, yeah. As a matter of fact, um, the Hawks as well as the Atlanta Falcons have each asked and hosted David Ostrowski just as a recognition for the work that he's done in covering their their teams. Let's talk about some of the feature articles that you're most proud of in the past. I don't know. Let's go back two years. Mm-hmm. We were just coming out of COVID. It was important for any publication to have uh, articles of relevance of what readers were going through through COVID. And so I, I do want to talk about the decisions that were made editorially to cover COVID in the Atlanta Jewish Times. One of the things that we did different during COVID is, you know, our readership, I mean, it, it tripled overnight. Um, and so we knew that it was important for us to cover pretty much, you know, all of our local issues regarding COVID. So during that time, anything that was that was helpful to our community became important. Whether it had a Jewish aspect or not, we were reporting things that were important to our community. Okay, so let's focus on how articles are born on a weekly basis at the Atlanta Jewish Times. Take us through an editorial meeting where you're meeting with your writers, your other editors, and let's talk about how articles make it from a piece of paper to being published in the Atlanta Jewish Times. Take us through an an actual week, Kayleen. Um, I don't think there's enough time, Jeff, for me to take you through a whole week. Um, So let me see if I can do this in bullet points. Well, now I have a Zoom call. It's a weekly call. with It's our editorial meeting. And I have, generally, there's about 20 to 25 of us that are on the call together. And we discuss different things that are going on in the, in the community. Or I may, you know, pick a, sub, a topic that I feel like, you know, we really need to focus on. Maybe it's one of our education and camp issues. And I want to talk about, you know, stress and anxiety that our kids are going through and dealing with today. 
So I will kind of pull out ideas from the different contributors that we have of, you know, ways that we can cover the topic and attack it. You know, I am blessed to have a, a seasoned experience and absolutely fantastic group of contributors for our paper. You know, Bob Barr, there's Dave Schechter, there's Marsha Jaffe, you know, David Ostrowski. I mean, I could just go on and on. They're just all very, very fantastic to work with, and they know how to cover stories. So and those anyway, writers have been with you quite a while, correct? Yeah, you know, I contacted when I first took over the edit to be the editor of the paper. Really, it only was supposed to be an interim thing till I found a new editor, and I've taken the paper to in a whole new direction. The first two people I contacted was uh, Dave Schechter and Marsha Jaffe, and I said, "Look, I want to talk. I need hard news and political." support from Dave Schechter. I'm not the person that has all of the expert, you know, knowledge, nor do I have the ability to keep up with it. But I know Dave does. So I contact him and and he gives me that support so that we can really be, you know, um, educational and keep our community really up to date on some of those important issues. And then Marsha Jaffe, I contacted her because, you know, Everybody likes to know a little bit of what's going on in the community. And she goes, she is everywhere all the time. Every event you could imagine. She's there taking pictures, talking to people, and taking notes. So those were two really big, broad jumps that we took in the paper was to have that, you know, red carpet, you know, who's in the lights, um, who's important, who's doing great things, along with the hardcore news of our community or even national issues that that actually affect our community, as well as politics. Um, politics have become a, a very important issue for our listeners. And right now, there's so much confusion and, and really kind of conflict that, um, you know, we made a rule here at the AJT. Um, people, it's really interesting. They'll say, "Oh, you're you're so left, or you're so right." The fact is, is not one article gets published unless I have a yin and a yang. We are a bipartisan newspaper, and we attempt, on all efforts that we can, to maintain that balance. Are you in charge of keeping that balance? Are you the ultimate um, decision maker? Well, the ultimate decision maker would be Michael Morris, the owner. But he entrusts me with making all of those decisions. Have any of your writers ever given you pushback on whether or not you've you've said, hey, this article leans one way or the other? Yeah, definitely. Is that healthy Um, or does that get in the way? So the it's more the readers, you know, it's I get I get called left with left a lefty as Many times as I've been called, you know, a righty, you know, I mean, you're so, you know, it's just so interesting to me that, that everybody has their own opinion. And that's fine. I don't really mind. I've got a pretty uh, rubber back. So the water just kind of runs right off of me, uh, (laughs) which is a good thing in this position, trust me. Um, But that is definitely, um, 
that's definitely one thing that causes a lot of conflict is uh, as public as the politics and making sure that you stay kind of equal. What do readers have to look forward to in 2023 of coverage that you that you've got planned for the Atlanta Jewish Times? Well, I mean, we have we we're going to maintain our coverage and I think one of the things that is going to be most exciting for our community is that um, we're going to start hosting all of our events and things around the community that we always used to or that we started to. Um, we're going to try to get our JBC breakfasts back and have, you know, really interesting speakers as well as letting everybody schmooze. Uh, I think that's probably the biggest part that there's so many people that show up to our JBC breakfast that is actually during lunch. <laughs> so, um, and then we, and then we also were like, we're going to be uh, rolling out our 40 under 40 awards uh, luncheon soon. Um, one of the things that I think is really great is I, we're going to start having like um, kind of like trade shows that connect our advertisers and the businesses that support our community and give our readers an opportunity to mingle with them. And then I think there'll be lots of swag and, and great things, things that, you know, our readers and those that attend will really be able to benefit from. It um, sounds like the newspaper is not just a newspaper anymore, that it's it has evolved into it really the has. fabric that connects the community, the Jewish community yes. in Atlanta. Yes, I really believe that has definitely been one of the main goals since since I've been the over at least over the last six years is to not just be a community newspaper, but a community institution, something that connects Jewish Atlanta in all ways, whether it's by reading, whether it is by listening, or whether it's actually shaking each other's hands. We had mentioned at the beginning of uh, this conversation that this is uh, episode one of season two. All of the season one episodes are on the uh, Atlanta Jewish Times website. And one of the features of the podcast in season two are going to be opportunities for Kayleen to answer your questions. And I want to go through a little bit about what that's going to mean and maybe what it's going to sound like, Kayleen. Well, it's going to, uh, you know, that it's just me being uh, a genius, right? And being able to answer everybody's <laughs> question. Of course not. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know, um, I th really ask Kayleen is giving me the job to go out and find your answer or at least some sort of an explanation towards it. So if you send in a question that you feel is important for our community or a topic that we should really address, then it's going to be my job to go find the expert and identify you know, the proper way to answer the question. And uh, that's exactly what we'll do. That'll be part of the podcast. If they may be two or three questions that we go through. I may bring the person that asked the question onto the show. So it's really supposed to be an opportunity for the readers to actually connect with the people 
that um, and be part of the show with the people that we the guests that we bring on. We would hope that the listeners of this podcast are actually readers of the newspaper, but it's possible mm -hmm. that they've just checked the website every now and then for articles and have stumbled across the podcast. So I want to give you 30 seconds, mm -hmm. kind of like a 30-second elevator pitch. Give me the reason why I should go pick <laughs> up the weekly newspaper. So, I mean, the 30-second pitch. Well, number one, the Atlanta Jewish Times has been around for 90, it'll be 98 years. That in itself shows how strong the um, how strong the paper is and reliable that it's been around for so many years. Um, it's also important because um, it'll be interesting. So somebody will, you know, will write a, a story and they're not a reader, but they're a Jewish person within our community. And next thing you know, they'll call up. And I'll go, I never knew so many people read the Jewish Times. And I'll have to say, well, what, what do you mean? I've been getting emails and phone calls and text messages about a story. And it just went online and it just was just went out on the on the newsstands. And I was like, yeah, yeah, believe it or not, we have thousands of people who read our newspaper. And that is the reason why you should subscribe. Now, you told me before we started recording that you were nervous getting ready for this. Yes, was yes. this not the easiest thing you've ever had to do? Yes, no, it was lots of fun. Um, I am generally, uh, believe it or not, kind of a behind-the-scenes kind of person. So, um, Well, not anymore. I'm you're famous now. You're on a podcast. Oh, famous. Yes. Ask Kayleen. <laughs> Very funny. Her name is Kayleen Ladinsky. She is the managing publisher of the Atlanta Jewish Times. She's been working there since 2011. And what we covered today was what you have to look forward to. Everything that the AJT brings to you on a weekly and a monthly and a yearly basis. This is Jewish Time. My name is Jeff Soberblatt. Thank you for spending time with us. Thank you for listening to Jewish Time, brought to you by the Atlanta Jewish Times, keeping Jewish Atlanta connected. Go to atlantajewishtimes.com to find insightful articles and subscription information. Send in that question you've always wanted answered to our editor and managing publisher, Kayleen Ladinsky, and she'll answer it on an upcoming episode of Ask Kayleen.